This is the Jim Cren No Restrictions Podcast. We're coming to you nationwide. We are coming to you worldwide on the Sideshow Network. It's Mike Wysocki, Terry Jones, Mike Sasson, and here's your host, radio and comedy legend. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Jim Cren. It is Jim Cran, no restrictions on the side show network. Happy holidays, everybody, with Wayne Wow here on the controls, Frank Mergia, uh, uh, David Settlemeyer, Josh Folio, and the whole team, and of course, Mike Sass and Mike Wysocki and Terry Jones, my, my brothers and partners in crime here. We do every week. We love the podcast, love that you listen. Thank you, thank you for, for downloading and, and streaming. We have a very funny comedian on, uh, Lindsay Cochran, will be on shortly in the show. We're getting her drunk. That's makes things funnier. <laughs> it's her choice. She's going to fit in. Then she I said, don't drunk. don't drink it, Lindsay. Don't drink anymore. <laughs> she said, get away from me. Friend. You're not my father. Yeah, <laughs> don't be doing that. I hate you. <laughs> you never showed me love. I hate you. <laughs> she said, and I said, well, you're going to be on the show. You're on. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So thanks so much for listening. And, and we're, we, we have an interesting show today. Some uh, unique subjects. Holiday season brings out. <laughs> the best and worst of all of us, right? Uh, we want to get your mind off some, some some crazy. I'm sure you had the crazy family stuff going on, like everybody, our lovable dysfunctional families. But uh, what do we do? We go to movies. Movies are the number one thing in holiday. I think that's why, because we have those crazy dysfunctional families. We have to get our minds off of things. So it's the biggest movie season of the year. And you, part of it's weather, and part of it is that, right? Keep take mind off stress. One of the uh, big movies, Star Wars, of course, probably the biggest. Everyone's got circled in December. Uh, but it well, this is uh, d- December second. It'll be when, when this drops. We're taping on the uh, on the thirtieth, right? But uh, today, is today the thirtieth? Yes, today is the thirtieth. December third. <coughs> yeah. December, <laughs> well, that's when. It's <laughs> but, this, but anyway, Terry went to see Creed. Creed mm-hmm. is the Rocky sequel. Uh, that it's about Apollo Creed's son. It's so funny, uh, you know, Terry mentioned, hey, man, I saw Creed, and we started talking. I, I just read a review two days ago, and it said how this movie is equal to the original Rocky. <coughs> that, to me, that's saying something. It was a phenomenal movie. Script, the script won an Academy Award. It was nominated for, like, a bunch of Academy Awards. But anyway, we all remember the first Rocky and how great it was, and none of the others could live up to it. Three wasn't as bad. Three is with Clubber Lang. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Pain. Pain, pain, <laughs> pity, <laughs> and Creed is supposed to be equal to Rocky. Terry saw it, and, and he raved. You raved to me, Terry. Tell us about the movie. We're not giving away everything, but you can give away some. I'm yeah. sure, just like those movie reviewers tease me. Yeah, right, I, go for it. <laughs> I give a good synopsis. Yeah, let's hear about uh, Creed. Creed was is one of the best movies I've seen this year, uh, only because it had so much against it. A lot of people didn't think Creed was going to succeed. They didn't think it was going to be a great movie. Uh, you're talking. You're taking Rocky, such an iconic character. He's so iconic that he's in the Boxing Hall of Fame. That's how iconic that character is. Right. So you're taking that right. and you're putting someone completely new into the boxing ring, saying, "Hey, we're going to make a franchise out of this movie, uh, make a spinoff from Rocky." Uh, when you go and see in the movie, the synopsis is that uh, this kid's been boxing behind his family's back. He's undefeated in Mexico. He has a desk job. He decides he wants to quit that and pursue boxing professionally. Hmm. Uh, goes to the gym that his dad used to train in, Apollo Creed. Uh, they push him away. 
and he decides he's going to go to Philadelphia and find Rocky Balboa and beg him to train him. So he meets Rocky, and it's really cool to see Rocky as Mick. He's the old guy now. He doesn't take uh, his shirt off. He's not yeah. expendables, Rocky. Okay. We're talking, this is just old-ass Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> sweatsuit, just real cool. He was the ex-champ. He's the ex-champ. Kind of wisdom. Kind walking of around, dapping up people in the streets, you know, that whole Philadelphia Is feel. he wealthy? Uh, No, he has a restaurant. He's just running a restaurant. So to keep it from the last movie where the yeah. last Rocky had the restaurant mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So a- Adrian's is still running. Um, so it's real cool to see that. But Creed gets an opportunity to box, and then he gets a bigger opportunity just like Rocky did hmm. from Apollo Creed. But he has to change his name in order to get that opportunity to Creed because his last name's it. Johnson. It's okay. one of the best movies. The huh. cinematography was so good that you actually feel like you're in the ring, so you have to go to the theater to see it. So the fight scenes are realistic. The fight the scenes are crazy. That, that's what Rocky did that Rocky won. It crossed. There was never even Raging Bull, which was excellent. It was more on the acting. The, the yeah. actual fight scene was the is the key with Rocky because it mm-hmm. it was still movie-esque, but, but it was the best of that time. Yeah. Let's put it that way. So this is even better, Tony. Oh, yeah. I mean. Realistic vibe. There's a scene where he gets knocked down, Mm -hmm. and the camera spins and drops on his face. Like, it drops with him. So you feel like you you got knocked out. you feel what it would be like getting knocked down. Oh, yeah. Just that whole dizziness and that feeling. But Mm -hmm. it's crazy. It's it's funny because, like, you mentioned how, like, I guess you're alluding to the fact that the rest of the Rockies aren't that realistic in right. terms of their. Right. There's Good, a. Not quite. <laughs> there's an online. I, th- I shared it on my Facebook. There's an online video that somebody made that if Rocky Four had actually happened, the 30 for 30 from ESPN and like the boxing analysts were like, they were hitting 95 percent of their punches. This <laughs> right. was incredible. <laughs> they lasted two rounds. Real life, any of those fights are lasted two. Yeah, three like rounds. they interviewed yeah. the ref, and the ref was like, I didn't know you could stop it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there was no rules to it. Yeah. His face looks like hamburger in every one of them. Yeah. I mean, who is that ref? The ref is horrible. That's why Apollo did. Worst ref ever. Yeah. yeah. Apollo, Apollo died. died because yes. the ref wouldn't <laughs> stop him the from same punching ref. him after the ring. He always bets the over on <laughs> 10 rounds of rock. <laughs> you go up to the ref and be like, were you aware that you could stop a fight? He's like, mm. Also, let's not forget, worst ring doctor ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in every one of them. Always. How is he? He can't see. He can't breathe. <laughs> he can go on. Come on, Mick. And he lets a 78-year-old dude who's been living in gyms his whole life get a razor blade. The doctor this yeah. is. Sits there and watches as he cuts his eye with a razor blade. Like, that is so normal. <laughs> but, the, but, the, but the one thing about you mentioned the rest of the Rocky films, Rocky in Russia and Rocky Four. In my opinion, is the greatest <laughs> training. Like I used oh, to go up yeah. to kids. I used to go up to Drago. kids, and I'd be like, "If you want to get ready, <laughs> I I used to say, if you want to get ready, you got to go Rocky in Russia." And then if they didn't know what, what that meant, you know what, I would make them watch the movie. You know what Rocky in Russia is? <laughs> it's called CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> and that dude makes a lot of money now. Yeah. But in 1986, you're like, what yeah. the? What's this guy doing? <laughs> that guy who's been at CrossFit watched all the Rockies one day. Hi, dude. I got the workout. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You'll lift stones, dude. I'll call it CrossFit. <laughs> People get hurt, but I don't care. I'm doing it anyway. That's so then there's the great Chris Rock line. He's like, like, this is early in his career. He's like, I'm watching Rocky Four, and there's two white guys fighting for the heavyweight championship, and I'm sitting there going, damn, that Spielberg's good. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I already got the Creed. When Terry said Terry said with Creed, I know it was in half hour. It's going to drive me I wish I could fast forward. I want to mm-hmm. see it in a theater, but I wish I could fast forward the cliche. 
you the whitest kid. You don't want this. You know what? <laughs> you you bring? You wouldn't be bring this? You see what happened to your father? I want to be a fighter, Rocky. I want to be a fighter. You would be a fighter. <laughs> you use your head, kid. You know that whole thing. Uh, right? You got a good you, job. You're gonna yeah. square be brave. Look at my nose. <laughs> How many times did he do that? Oh, he did it. He did it at least twice. Oh, thank you. I knew. <laughs> now I, I will. He was gonna give me that. Yeah, look at my face. <laughs> I will note this: the the kid is Creed's uh, mistress's kid. Mm. So he's like, the, he had a mistress, and she had a baby. Ah. She died. Oh, and geez. the kid they was in group homes. Tragic yeah, it's tragic. <laughs> so the the kid grew up in group homes and stuff. And mm. Apollo Creed's wife found him and took him in. Apollo Creed's wife is played by Felicia Rashad, Mrs. Huxtable. Mrs. Huxtable. <laughs> she has to get money now. She has to work again because that Cosby money's gone. It's oh. dried up. That's yeah. not running anywhere. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Bill's you know like Theo. <laughs> Poor Theo. Did you? Would you like to be in the movie with Jadaji? <laughs> Theo's <laughs> put together. Theo, Theo's gonna have to fight him in Creed Two. In Creed Two. Yeah, that's money. <laughs> Malcolm Jamal Warner. Will you get in shape for this? Hell yeah! I need money. <laughs> Cosby. Cosby's the trainer and the waterman. He's out cold the third round. <laughs> I got the way to knock him out. Yeah, he got out. He's out. Roofied the wrong boxer. The wrong yeah, guy. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> and tell me which which corner. <laughs> he roofies both boxers and both fall over each other. <laughs> Whoops. You know, it's, it's funny. Is like you think of Rocky one. Paul, that character Creed, which was based off of Muhammad Ali, yeah, and, and everything, and it was just. I watched it not too long ago. I watched. I must have watched Rocky the most of any movie I've ever seen. Because you're a boxing yeah. fanatic. Yeah, I was a boxing fanatic. And you was a boxer. Kid, so. I boxed for a few years. And I grew up in that era, kind of a neighborhoody kind of thing, Rocky, and you know, in that era and stuff. <laughs> and I just remember just being amazed. By, and he's the underdog and the whole thing. Yeah. Well, we all see ourselves as that, right? And uh, just, but when you look at us in a, you know, later years later as adults, like it's kind of little bit cartoonish to me. I mean, here is a guy who's a club fighter. He's a club fighter. Yeah. I could can't tell you how bad a club fighter would be. There was no way he'd go, be able to go in the ring with a heavyweight champion who is the best undefeated at that moment, okay? Yeah. Yeah. He's like 38, no, 36. No, it's some crazy, remember? But my favorite thing is <laughs> when Rocky is pounding on a piece of meat, <laughs> his manager is alarmed. Like, why would that alarm you? Really, if yeah. you're a boxing, I mean, well, there is no way a club fighter punching a bunch of yeah. <laughs> fucking round steak or whatever. <laughs> and he goes, get over here. Look at this. You know, remember he calls him over TV. This is serious. It's like, really? It's a little psychotic, actually. <laughs> he beat the shit out of that steak. I would have, <laughs> yeah, that frozen piece of meat got down in 10 seconds. I would have trained less. <laughs> yeah, yeah sir. The thing great. about Rocky is I really, truly believe that is every 30-year-old, 40-year-old ex-athlete's fantasy that if somebody gave you three months to train, if, if you were an old football player, an old basketball, if they gave you three months to train, you know what? I can make the Steelers. Oh, I can make it. That's that, why it's man. so like, yeah. I was 17. I remember watching it. It was like just amazed, amazed. Like just this was like God, like, you know, talking to me. Yeah. It was. You're like a kid. You're like, you know, you can do anything. He was the first Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had an interview with him recently because he was doing the rounds. Sylvester Stallone was doing the talk show rounds. And initially, the person he was supposed to fight in the movie was Ken Norton, like the real, the real Ken Norton. Ah, and um, so it was like 
a couple huh. weeks before they were going to start shooting, mm-hmm. and Ken Norton comes up to the producers and goes, I have another opportunity. And they're like, uh, you're going to be the guys that going to fight Rocky. And this mm-hmm. was how small the movie was considered. He goes, yeah, but I can be on Battle of the Network Stars <laughs> as a bat- as, as, and ride a bike instead of being in this movie. And they're like, well, you got to take that opportunity. <laughs> you can't miss that. You can't miss yeah, You cannot miss that. Who do? <laughs> Dumbass. We're sorry, sir. We're sorry. Uh. I, I, you know, that, that leads me to uh, – because I, I was reading, a, I'm reading a book of uh, Burt Reynolds' story, his life story, and I bought it on Kindle. And the reason I'm mentioning it, or at least you two, is is he was. Ever, I always heard James Caan was up for Rocky. He was. Caan was one of them, but Reynolds was also. Reynolds was actually head of Caan. They wanted Reynolds first to be Rocky, and he says Stallone had not. A, he did not have a dime to his name. And, and he said, "No, I will play Rocky." And they said, uh, "Look, we'll give you three hundred grand. Take it. We want we want Reynolds, or you could pick. You could pick Reynolds or." Ryan. He said, "No, I will not take it." So Reynolds loses out on Rocky. And the thing, I, reason I want to bring that up, I I wrote the list. I got to find it. I'm so sorry. The, he was actually, and it was maybe it was uh, some sort of therapy for him, but he actually wrote down a list of the movies that he turned down. And you would not believe the movies that he could have been in. And he said, he even tells, he says, I was the king of the guy who turned, you know, movies down. Like No, no one turned more movies down than me. And, and I'm, as I'm reading it, I'm like, are you shitting me? This guy could have been, I mean, he was always a big star. Well, to give you, uh, like, he was being interviewed by, like, again, one of the late-night hosts, mm-hmm. and they said a stat that it just blew my mind, and I checked it out. It's absolutely true. For five years, from 78 to 82, so 78, mm-hmm. 79, 80, 81, 82, he was the number one box office draw for five straight years, and no star since has been that. So you think about Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks. You know, Russell Crowe, Will Smith, no one had five straight oh, years where they were Schwarzenegger, Stallone. No one was five straight years since Burt Reynolds was. And the thing about it was, and we've talked about this with Saki, he made the same fucking movie every uh-huh. single time. Girls, cars, he laughed. He mustache and hair. Don Dolores. He ended up picking like Hooper. Or yeah. Movie. Yeah. Cannibal Run. Yeah, here, here's Stroke the movie that he turned down. He turned down Jack Nicholson's role in Terms of Endearment. Burt Reynolds turned down Jack Nicholson's role in Cuckoo's Nest. Oh. Jack, Ni- uh, yeah. Burt Reynolds turned down uh, the lead, the lead in Die Hard. Oh, <laughs> he would have been the Die Hard franchise. Ooh. Jack, yes. He helped Jack Nicholson's career. He helped. Well, he helped. Uh, <laughs> he made Bruce Willis' made career. Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis was a TV actor. Yeah. Yeah. Yippee-ki-yay. He turned down Travis Bickle in Taxi Driver. Oh. <sighs> Amazing. I mean, guy could have been like, these are Academy Award movies. Uh, turned down Richard Gere's role in Pretty Woman. Turned it down. Oh. Ooh. And it could have been, cha- but that would have, you remember now, he was the biggest star. Yeah. Okay. And he's not the one you see now, all plastic surgeon out. He was mm-hmm. kind of a handsome dude. But but thing is, like Gere, his career was down. He was done, kind of, when that Pretty Woman came out. Late 80s, whenever it was. Early 90s. I don't know. When like I'm going to work on the evening shade. Early TV 90s. Show. Which was successful, and, and though, to give so him credit. That was successful. 90s, but, but yeah, but still, 
pretty woman would have brought him right back into whatever. I would have yeah. followed Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, think about it. He would have done. He would have got an Academy Award for because they're nominated. Yeah. It was one of the best scripts ever. Mm-hmm. Terms of Endearment, Die Hard. He does the franchise. He does three movies there. Travis Bickle and Taxi Driver. Works with Scorsese. Yeah, maybe yeah. you get into that. Becomes Scorsese's guy. Maybe <laughs> yeah. he's looked at different. He's not the southern redneck guy anymore. All of a sudden, he's on Travis Bickle. Changes his whole image, right? He could have been in Raging Bull. In terms of endearment, yeah. changes his image. He's no longer that good old boy guy, right? I mean, he's, he would be able to show he could act. And then if you go through the – yeah, that, that's, an, that's an amazing list of movies, iconic movies that could have changed him, obviously. He would have won the Academy, Academy Award, maybe, nominee. I think from reading his book, that it was fear of success, believe it or not. He had a lot of success. But, I mean, and he had a lot of money. He loved being Burt Reynolds, you could tell. And I think there's a fear of stepping out of that Burt Reynolds thing that he built. He had a rough life with his mother and father, you could tell. You know, they, they were like rough, distant, kind of never accepting kind of thing, as he described them. And it was one of those things where he didn't want to be probably – I mean, that's a chancy role. I'm sorry. If you're cuckoo's nest, you are in – Saying asylum for molesting. Remember, he molested a 14-year-old. Unbelievably horrific thing. He probably read that script. Didn't think he could pull it off acting-wise. Terms of endearment is death, right? Uh, There's no car scenes in this movie. Die Hard, though. (laughs) But you know what? Die Hard is really ridiculously turned that down. But maybe he just maybe on script, maybe on paper. Die Hard movie, maybe just look like a shoot 'em up movie. Bruce Willis did bring it to life. Right? Well, right. Die Hard was initially, you know, one of my favorite movies ever, Commando from mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be Commando too. Mm. So initially, that was supposed to be like his. That was, but they couldn't get Schwarzenegger, and that's when they rewrote it and everything. And you're right; they bring it in Bruce Willis. He right. brings it to life. He brings the comedic edge. So maybe, kind of maybe stuff. Reynolds couldn't do. I don't. But he. I believe it was his confidence. And here's the weird part. When he got Boogie Nice, the, the guy in Boogie Nice, that, that director's like a 25, 26-year-old guy. And Wahlberg was known, mm-hmm. but he wasn't as big as he's right now. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like he was jumping on. And, and Philip Seymour Hoffman wasn't known at that time. He was kind of, but real little role, remember? So it's not like he's with these superstars walking in this Boogie Nights movie. It's kind of chancy. It's about, you know, Dirk Diggler as John Holmes. He turns it down and says, there's no way, he tells his director, I'm doing this piece of shit script. Tells him. <laughs> <laughs> to his credit, he wrote, wrote in his book, you know, that he didn't, they said no, adamantly screamed at the guy. The guy says, look, I see you as this guy. You can play this character. You know, you're a perfect age. He's a, this aging guy. Your time has passed him by, and he was likable, made money. He goes, no, can't do it. He said, no. He, he hangs up. The guy says, calls him back, keeps at him. And this is the only Academy Award nomination he yeah, got. So think yeah. about all those movies he turned down. He gets down to this. Finally, he goes to to dinner, and he screams at the dude, uh-huh. <laughs> throwing shit. <laughs> and the guy goes, look, that's that's what I need for you to do on camera. And, and he just finally – that's why I'm thinking maybe he didn't take this out of fear because that guy kind of – whatever he said, may, this is what I need instead of freaking out, he kind of gave him the confidence. In a weird way, he kind of said, that's what I need you to do. Maybe this kid, only being 25, was kind of a wise kid, wise guy beyond his age, mm-hmm. but he kind of made him believe, hey, this is what you, you can do it, in other words. By saying that, <laughs> which became his only Academy Award, which he fought, though. That's what my point. He fought that. What a weird, what a strange thing. But, I mean, 
hey, Burt Reynolds, he's iconic, I know, but still, it's an interesting thing. Huh? It really just comes down to the guy should have just screamed at him, Burt. You clearly can't read fucking scripts. <laughs> yeah. You First are allergic. <laughs> you are allergic to good movies. Yeah. Listen to me. <laughs> let's go through the list once again. Hey, let's, let's bring on our friend Lindsay Cochran, very funny young lady, and nice enough to come on and hang out with us. Thanks, Lindsay, for coming in. And just uh, a Pittsburgh girl, and just wonderful to have a, a female point of view. I think on the show every once in a while, we got to get the girls' point of view on things. So. Lindsay, you've been listening. You're off the side here listening to uh, the show. Uh, you can weigh in on th- what do you think of the Burt Reynolds kind of thing? You know? Well, I think he was probably being a man and being hard headed, too. Yeah. You know, what the, what you were talking about. He's fighting this. I think that dude, that the, the young guy you were just talking about, probably pushed him to that limit to see what he could do. And then he was like, that's exactly what I want. So you can do it. Yeah. Because yeah, that's yeah. what he needed. He needs somebody to tell him. Isn't that weird how his guy's a zillionaire and he needed somebody to say, you can do it? It's yeah, well, weird. sometimes yeah. when you're at that point that you have yes men around you. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you, you know, you don't really know reality because everybody's like, yeah, 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 you're so great. Woo. You know, there's no one giving you a real deal. <laughs> I, these guys have to say that just so I don't have a breakdown every day. I pay them. <laughs> Build his confidence yes. back up. <laughs> I get my, my $100 cash in an envelope they demand. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne's, well, Wayne is 200 I don't know why. Yeah. That's because he massages your feet. Yeah. Wait a minute. You guys, you, he just called you guys yes, man. That's what he, no oh, yeah. one said anything yeah. about that. Yes, we are absolutely for hire. <laughs> for hire. Yes, yeah. that's correct. But Thank, yeah, you, Mr. Pay them. Thank you, Mr. Kren. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't pay them, it's no. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah then we're out of here, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking. Don't even look at me. I just want to thank you for my daddy issues too. Thanks. That's why I'm on Team Single. So (laughs) (laughs) appreciate that. No problem. It's been great in my life. I'm trying to get a sugar daddy now because of you. You know, isn't that isn't that crazy? The sugar. I'm Doctor Phil, who is my TV doctor. Oh Jesus. He always. I remember when he had these uh, women and men who were going after people for money, and he said a great line. He said. uh, if you marry her for money, you're own, you'll own, you'll own, you'll earn every penny of it. You'll earn every, and it's so true. Marry her for money. Marry anyone for money. Oh, I don't know. You'll earn every penny. I like I I pretend in my head that I could do that. Yeah. You know, because I'm like I got bills. I'm trying to out get a sugar day to pay yeah. them bills, but then I'm like. I'm not doing that because I don't want to owe anybody anything. Just like, you know, when you're out of the bar, a guy buys you a drink. They think yeah. you are going home with him. I'm like, you bought me a $5 drink. So you know what? I'm going to buy my own drinks. But I wish that I could be like these girls out here that's like, you know, hey, hey, buy me this, buy me that. It's amazing. It sounds amazing, but, you but I friends, can't do it. You know girlfriends and stuff that do that. Don't they work? In, isn't it a system they're working oh on? Oh, my God, they yes. they got a game plan, right? They, I mean, it, Sometimes it's a game plan. Sometimes they just do it. With Once you get to a certain level, you do it, and they don't even realize teach it. Teach me the game plan. Teach I don't. Ca- I can't teach you. I'm team <laughs> single because of you. No, so <laughs> I don't. No sugar you, daddy here. But when you watch the girls, Lindsay, your girlfriends, do they have a thing where they say, well, I'm going to get them to buy me a drink by saying this or uh, a certain look? I think it's just flirt. I mean, it's just flirting. Kind of flirting. Yeah, they're just like, yeah. What pisses me mm. off is when girls go out with no money. I'm a female, and I, I can't stand Your this. Your girlfriends go out with no so, money. Not, okay, they're no. not my girl. We'll say acquaintances. Let's yeah, not yeah. call yeah. them my friends. People I'm not know. about that life, but yeah. yes. <laughs> there are young girl. You hit yeah. the clubs and stuff. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. it, it's weird. So they go, <laughs> I'm not. I'm a cougar. <laughs> I'm not young. You're young. <laughs> Terry, Terry's not and said, yeah, it's, it's, it's true, huh, too? Oh, yeah, it's true. I go with no money. Oh, you women will go out with no money. Nothing. I know some women that go out and with get no wasted. Money. Not anything. That's and they, yeah, they just use their looks and they're like, oh, I'm broke, but 
I'm gonna go get these drinks. I'm about to get these drinks. I'm about though. to get these drinks. Throw <laughs> <laughs> on some heels and a tight dress. I'm in awe. Instagram. But hold on, I want to ask you: Have you ever been suckered into that? What the drink? Buying? Dr- are you wait? Are you on team no, single? Let's ask. I don't no, want to get you. I'm in not trouble. on team single, and oh, okay. I'm not one of those people that goes out and uh, like I'll buy people drinks in general. Okay, because well, I don't drink. But that's and if I go oh. in an establishment, I buy drinks for other people, so I help the establishment. Out, okay, like the what about you? Are you on team? I'm single? on team single, and probably why I'm on team single is because the fact of I'll do what Terry's talking about. <laughs> I'll buy around for people, but like specifically like the move of like send a drink and do all that kind of wink and all that. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done that a few times, and typically I get the answer of oh, thank you very much for the drink, but. uh that's Clearly, it. this other guy with me is the, the guy who's going to <laughs> going to get the the uh, benefit like, of your alcohol. Good job. You need the Burt Reynolds mustache. <laughs> yeah. I need to get uh-huh. Burt. You know what I need? I need, need to get and re up Cannonball Run and oh, not no. be the Dom DeLuise character. That's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> well, beards are in now. Character. Yeah. <laughs> beards are in. That's the new thing. Beards are in. I I don't get it. I'm You're not like, having a chin is in. That's what this is. <laughs> the hipster <laughs> the hipster beards are in. You're right, Lindsay. Even Jim. Jimmy Kimmel has a beard. Everybody's. I a beard. don't understand the hipster era. I don't get that shit. I just yeah. I, the skinny jeans. Listen, dudes wearing fitted pants is one thing, <laughs> but skinny jeans. Okay, yeah. you guys are not Little Wayne. No. It's not even cute on Little Wayne. Why are we hipster <laughs> beard well, skinny little. jeans? I can't. I'm like, you know what? I want to go back to the '90s. That's where I want to go. <laughs> That's where I want to go. Yeah, the beards and skinny jeans are kind of weird. I I don't think it's gonna last though. The whole hipster thing. Oh right. no. I mean, there will there'll be something else. So that that will be handed down like a torch that whole thing is you know there's what? always going to be there there was a different name maybe another it was always the hips the know it all the what i don't know what we call well, the yuppies i mean there's yuppies, always they call whatever it was ever with a trend there's always pretentious assholes in the world <laughs> I mean, maybe the we'll just call that pretentious yeah, yeah. The god must love pretentious assholes because he makes a whole lot of them mm. i so. love that pretentious asshole they, they are comical to me they make me laugh and uh like the whole you know, they're they're they have some money. Little they're doing, you know, and they go. I live on a. I live they're on the a, worst. I, li- I need a chicken for my eggs. And yeah. I live out <laughs> well, the funny thing is, they don't know shit about life though, because they've never had to struggle to get what they, you know, what they have. So they don't respect it. That's why, you know, it's funny because I'd never change anything in my life because I respect everything, every struggle I've ever been through. I that's hate people like that. They're like, I'm like, you don't even know shit about life. That's even the worst when you get yeah. the, 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 hip, the hipster to, that had to struggle a little bit. Then they're the wise sage hipster. Ah, <laughs> yeah. They're the angry hipster then. <laughs> the <laughs> they're the angry hipsters that struggle, and the other hipster didn't. Oh my god! And they go, you know, I had to struggle. I think they're cool people. I would just <laughs> never date a hipster. I would. I can't get down with the look. I just. I don't know. No. I can't no. Get down I, with I it. think someone with fake glasses would be kind of scary. <laughs> or the no, the no lens thing. What's yeah. up? It's fake glasses, and then they buy clothes that look thrifty mm-hmm. from a place that you're paying $60 like, yeah, for the shirt. $60? Expensive, thrifty-looking clothes. Like Not Urban real... Outfitters. It's like 100 bucks. Or what about Kanye West's new line? You look homeless. It's like $2,500 for his Kanye. Did you see that shirt? $2,500. Yes. So, so you got to go to the thrift <laughs> store. Look at some of the jeans, like the jean companies. <laughs> yeah. Go to the, you know, any jean company. Yeah. I mean, like the higher-end ones. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. True Religion and all the whatever, mm-hmm. the higher, nicer ones. And they look like they're worn for like three months on a dock. Yeah. That <laughs> someone's working, right? Yep. 12 hour days. And looks like oil stains on it and everything. And they're a little seems like, how much is the, how much are those jeans? Oh, $268. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Actually, like, these, these ones, was, I got them on sale, but they were like that. 
Yeah. Where did yeah, you get them nice at? Charles, Charles Spiegel. Oh. Those are, yeah, Spiegel's a great place in yeah. Pittsburgh, by the way. They it's a top it's across the street store. from Littles. It's yeah. the yeah. best. Yeah, it's it's one of the best clothing stores in the country. Yeah. Charles Spiegel's got this stuff, man. They do. They what is that? Is that true religion? No, nah, these are, uh, I forget the name of them. They, something Barbados, Barbados. Something. I like the something house. I just like, like torn. It's literally, Terry's actually yeah. got a paint stain on there <laughs> yeah. where some designer walked in and goes, <laughs> hold it. <laughs> Let me throw a paint stain. <laughs> Boom. They like they wear and tear and, and then, then they get that look on. How much did you pay for them, though? Believe it or not, these was two hundred fifty dollars. I paid eighty bucks. That's a good deal. Next time you call me, mm. next time. Yeah. Oh no, we'll go. Say. Yeah, eighty me, bucks me is not dad. too bad, especially 80, for dudes. Yeah. For like two hundred sixty dollars jeans and stuff like that. <laughs> Listen to me, coffee <laughs> 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 girlfriend. These were bought at a store called. We are going. With Tim we're going. Style. We're going. Call me. <laughs> this, this, was, this was bought at a store called Sierra's. Sierra's. <laughs> <laughs> How do they get? They, I love it. How do they get? The, how do they get the worn look, man? Is it like some designer going, you know, like Tim Gunn going? What we do is <laughs> we have a Haitian refugee wear these oh, for six months, <laughs> and then we send it off. <laughs> you can just taste Four. the Haitian. Look at it. I mean, he misses the oh. jeans very much. He's pant. He's pantless today. I can smell the plantain still. Oh. As a matter of fact, sixty cents. It's, you can donate sixty cents. <laughs> on your credit card, we'll go to getting him new pants. So <laughs> I'll do that. Sure. I want to know how much you've spent on jeans, though. Mike makes his own. I, I don't. <laughs> 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 it's my Amish upbringing. Yeah. I get shunned. Yeah. I, I make my own jeans and churn yeah. my own butter daily. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice. But honestly, I don't think I've ever spent more than twenty-five dollars on a pair of jeans in my life. That's there a typical go. dude thing, unless you're. Mike's no. worth it. I can't. Mike, 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 you're probably worth like 25 million quietly. You're one of those guys. Yeah, he you is. know, he's one of those guys. He's gonna die yeah, and gonna donate all this money Mike's to Pitt. And stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> like soulful, man. I really believe that. He's, he's gonna die. There's gonna be a new cathedral of learning the Wasaki <laughs> Center right <laughs> next to it. I'm gonna tear down the Hillman Library <laughs> and build the Wasaki out. Center. <laughs> We're gonna find out he's donated 150 yeah. million to like some oh, yeah, kind of yeah. charity, yeah. and instead of to, saying to poor kids without pants, yes, <laughs> poor kids without pants, go buy some good denim. Find the the Wasaki Center for Public Transportation. Yeah, I've just been saving up all this. Yeah, you've been saving. <laughs> Over that, yeah, oh, yeah. Buddy of mine, buddy of mine, told me this story. He had a had a like grandma up in Newcastle, worked at like a pizza shop for like forty years, always like tight with money, everything like that. She died. They found out like at the, at the they had a will reading. Like, okay, she's gonna give away the house, whatever. Turns out she had like a hundred k, just never spent really? it. Wow. Just yeah, worked in a pizza shop in Newcastle her whole life, but just never spent any money on anything and had a hundred grand just waiting in the bank. I, li it? I like when uh, people they they. they they get spiritual about it, you know. That I may not have money, but I'm a rich man. See, no, they didn't grow up poor. <laughs> I, grew up, I grew up poor, real poor. And when you're real poor, you learn young. That's bullshit. You want money. Money's fucking great. There's no shit in rich. There's nothing good about being poor. You got it right. When you're poor and you grow up, they're like, I can't remember any fucking great shit. You know, oh, wow, I couldn't afford that steak. Oh, <laughs> was that spiritual bullshit. Ice-T had a great line about, because someone asked him one time, says, why is every rap song about, like, how much money they have? And he goes, well, when you give a kid from the inner city a, a $20,000 watch, 
the only thing in his life that's worth writing about, he'll sit there and be like, look at this $20,000 yeah. watch. Look well. at this $20,000 watch. Nice. Yeah. Nice, man. <laughs> but it goes back to what we were saying earlier, but you respect the money because you didn't have it before. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know, so it's not lens. like where you're just like, oh, I just have this BMW at 16 years old. I'm just going to go to school real quick like because my mom gave me this car. Like You're like, oh, haven't had this shit my whole life. Like My 16-year-old cousin... Got a filet mignon the other day. We went to dinner. I'm like, do you know the first time I got a filet mignon? I was 25 years old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You shouldn't have a filet at 16. <laughs> you should have. Do you know a, what I'm you saying? Know, you're right. I'm Stuff like my that. Birthday having yeah. every T-bone every That's year. the name of the book. Yeah. That's right. the name of the book. You what? shouldn't have a filet mignon at 16. Uh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really it's true shit, though. Write that book. Yeah, yeah. But I've been blessed, man. It's like stamp it. You do get excited when you start making some money. That's what happened to T.O. Our man Terrell Owens. Oh, I love Terrell Owens. He's a crybaby. But a positive thing with Terrell Owens, he's a great, he's a great player. But he came from like the backwoods. Alabama. Yeah. He didn't have anything, so he mm-hmm. just went out and just started. Like, That's even tougher when crazy. you come to like the, yeah. the country. And see, I came from the city. I was smarter enough. Yeah. Really, you just street more, smarts. You just got a little more street smarts. If you're mm-hmm. in the country, it's a little rough. When you come into some money, when you're from the city, you got you know you can flaunt it just enough. You know how to hide it just enough. <laughs> see, Jimmy's country, smart. Though. You don't know. You know yeah, but just like what Jimmy Johnson did to those boys in Miami, Michael Irvin, all them, and he brought he 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 told them to go flaunt everything. I mean, that's what he was flamboyant. Yeah. He did that in Miami, and then did it in Dallas. Yeah. Well, the there's different. Thing. Yeah, there's different philosophies. Though. You're right. Yeah. Some people like to just bring it out, and some people. Uh, I guess you just got to be yourself. You know, yeah. T.O. You're right about that with T.O. He admitted right because he just yeah. didn't. You know, whatever. I guess it was just so exciting at the time. Maybe he, he probably wanted to help a lot. He's a nice, you know, Terrell Owens is a really nice guy. Yeah. I got a chance to meet him, be on the show. He's a kind hearted dude. I yeah. think he tried to help a lot of people. He did. He did try right? to help a lot of people. It's just that when you get, that's the other problem, too. You start off poor and then you get all this money and then uh-huh. everybody wants. Mm-hmm. Something from you because mm-hmm. uh, Chris oh, yeah. Tucker, Chris Tucker, oh, I got stories. <laughs> yeah. He was twenty million dollars. He spent twenty million dollars like it was twenty dollars. That's what he said. He's like, man, I spend it like it's twenty dollars, man. <laughs> My family always want help, but <laughs> that's what his problem was. He was just giving out money, and then the IRS, he said, like they come out his shows and they just wait for the check. Like he doesn't <laughs> oh, even get to see the check. The IRS damn. is like, come here. No, you know what it is? They start bad oh. people, relatives. Relatives start badgering you, and you grow up with their badges so much, you just give them the money to get the fuck away. Yeah. It's like here, here, yeah. Folding water bread company, great. Get the fuck out of here. What did Eminem? Yeah, yeah. said, all of a sudden, I got ninety some cousins. You do. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's yeah. They come out the woodworks, they man. They all come out. They just hey. They don't. They don't call you when you're struggling. When they come up, they no. just all of a sudden they see you. Oh, I need something. I now. remember Jimmy Johnson as a kid in an interview, and it's an old him. cliche thing. I find out you know, he said it the first time as a kid, and I remember what room. So what he say? And he goes, uh, he said talking about his, you know, coach. I think he's coaching. I think he's coaching Miami at the time. And he says uh, the old line. He said, uh, winning when you're winning in life. Uh, you got a lot of fathers. He said, "When you're losing, you're an orphan." Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, true. That's true. Success has many fathers, failures, and orphans. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. like, and then I found out that wasn't it wasn't his line. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> you stole that from Kennedy. That wild, that a wise sage. After all. Deep. It's funny. My nose deep stuff. <laughs> well, it's like Twitter now when people tweet out lyrics and shit, and then you're like, yeah, uh, you're like, wow, those are not. That is not, not your good. line. That was uh, the guy named Thomas Jefferson wrote that. What? <laughs> <laughs> Quote uh, Jay Z. We know it came from Blueprint Three. Okay. Drake has an app for that. 
They made it, a Drake what, app. What, to find out like what wrote, who wrote No, it was Drake's Drake's lyrics are used so much right. on social media yeah. these days. Like to quote like young, a thought or to something. To quote a thought or to quote something. Yeah. That they made an app where you can find a Drake lyric and post it. Like you just use it and choose awesome. which app you want to put it on. That He's is making really money funny. off his own lyrics. That's it. Making money off of his own lyrics. Smart Why for not? Him. That's real smart. Yeah. Uh, Mike, we were talking about, let's get back to Creed. We were talking about Creed and upon those movies, which got into Burt Reynolds thing and all that. But we were doing, you had a, we were talking about the franchises. Mike had an interesting observation about how these franchises and Terry, both of you guys were talking earlier today at Q92.9, our, our morning show. Well, what, what, well this, mo- this, this, philosophy on it. this winter is the will be known as like the franchise winter because you think about it you got james bond you got star wars Mm -hmm. you got rocky so my question was to you and we bring it up you know probably on the air and everything like that of the major franchises and i'll bring up die hard and i asked you if you thought Batman was one because there's been like seven. Of them don't, right I don't now. know why I, I don't no. got the superhero ones are separate or something. Yeah, because like they too. they separate the movies like it's not a right. continuous like it's the, the character that's continuous, yeah. but it's not a. The you theme know. isn't hot. Yeah, the theme isn't like you change. had that that era of Batman movies where it's like two Tim Burtons, right? Two shitty ones, and then <laughs> yeah, the Christopher Nolan trilogy. <laughs> yeah, there's different Schumacher <laughs> ones. Yeah, yeah. but of the of the um of the franchises, I mean, we'll just stick with Star Wars, Rocky. And uh, James Bond. You can go with other ones. Well, I mean, but when others, right? Die ones. Hard's good. Whatever. Die I mean, Hard. What, what's your favorite franchise Fran- of all franchises? Yeah, of all the franchises. We'll start with Jim. Um, Bridget Jones Diary. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's an easy one, Jimmy. Come on. <laughs> on. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna slam. say. Uh, uh, my favorite is gonna be absolute to me the Rocky. I, mean, I just love the boxing. I love yep. the theme, the underdog, the whole deal. Even like I said, going back to Rocky one, remember he didn't win. Yeah, he didn't. A lot of people forget that. Oh, yeah, well, no, he didn't win. That's he, what makes it great. He one said, of- "I won- he won. He won spiritually." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Remember, he said I want to just finish. I want to see what it's like to stand there." And win the championship, or just be in a ring. I want to stay in a ring. Yeah. I want to see what's like to stay toe to toe with the champion for yeah. fifteen rounds, based off Chuck Webner. Based off yeah. Webner, exactly. Yeah. T. So that's what it was. I, I guess Rock. I'd say that was probably my favorite. And I can't wait to see Creed. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to get me wet my appetite on that. T. What do you? What would your Mikey? Well, I mean, and of those ones, I mean, it would probably be between Star Wars and James Bond. The reason why I yeah. didn't pick Rocky, I love them too. Well, here's the thing about hard. Rocky. Rocky one, amazing. Yeah. Rocky two, okay. Rocky three. Fine, Rocky Four, just the training Fair. sequences. Rocky Five Bad. might be one of the most horrific films I've ever seen in my life. I am, I agree. <laughs> with you, so man. that's I, the thing. I, it's, it's, it's a one star out of five. So I would sit there and say, the one that has the most good films in it would be Star Wars. Even the first one, Attack of the Clones, was still okay. Here's why. And, but Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Star Wars, that's just, that's here's my generation. I, I love those. Here's why I, I do agree with you in a sense. I, I mean, they're all great movies. We're talking mm-hmm. Apples and Oranges. It's yeah, yeah, not yeah. a bad movie franchise here. Mm-hmm. I love them all. But uh, the reason I say Stallone's Rockies over uh, those ones you mentioned, like, because mm-hmm. to me, Bond, although I love Casino Royale a lot, the last one, one right? It's great. Yeah, Daniel that's, Craig. That's amazing. Yeah. The yeah. thing with Bond is almost everyone is the same. Like, uh, like yeah. if I watch that whole franchise of every movie, 
it's the same and it's the same you know theme song or whatever live and let die from mccartney's but yeah. other than that it's like you know skyfall <laughs> the sky is falling today <laughs> skyfall like that. Yeah. Then, you yeah. only live twice yes when the skyfall so it's kind of like that same you know <laughs> I, I think if you all right no we should put this we should pose this for everybody even outside uh, everyone listening everyone listening when you're debating around with friends with this thing okay you have to watch the uh four of the movies and there's like 20 bonds mm. five or how many rock is five or six now six. there's six. six with creed right there's six star wars or six all right you have to watch yeah, six okay. you have you had to watch the you'd pick when you're picking it pick you have to watch six movies in a row you have to watch right. it <laughs> within a day and a half or something let's say you don't have to watch it but just say you have to pick the, the ones you'd watch seven. six seven 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 rockies seven. i'm sorry if you count creed it's a spin-off. Okay, it's still yeah, considered true. a sequel. No, it counts. Yeah. Well, All right, so six or seven, let's say. In other words, you have to watch them. So, mm-hmm. so if you, because you, because if you pick a franchise, you could kind of pick one or two that might be, you know, like Die Hard. Maybe a, they have a couple really good Die Hards. One and two are both pretty damn good. Yeah. But anyway, so you have to watch them all. So you're right. The whole body work reminded me because, because like you said, that one, that one with. Uh, Tommy, Tommy Gunn. Oh that my that God. don't exist. Well, the kid was the most <laughs> unlikable little kid ever. I mean, I was rooting against the kid. <laughs> and it, ends in a, it ends in a street fight. Yes. It so was dumb. just, I don't, Stallone yes. needed the money. He needed money. He, he yeah. must have really, Jennifer Flavin must have been getting that QVC thing off the ground. <laughs> and he's like, oh, don't worry, I'll write something. Uh, this is the thing I got. I got. He didn't kid. care. He just wanted the money. He needed the money. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm gonna, but I still want <laughs> to stick with it because of one being so great. I agree with you. you, you um, T, who do you pick? You picking? So you picking I, Rocky too. I brought that also? up. Um, James Bond has the most movies out of any franchise. Right. And overall, right. I think James Bond just wins off of that. If you're looking, but pound for pound, mm. Rocky goes a against that too right right because even you mentioned the rocky movies though rocky one was amazing mm-hmm. rocky two was a good sequel rocky three was fun i mean it wasn't horrible rocky four yeah the training sequence but it wasn't the worst sequel like these no, these movies kept good. going on but they were still good <laughs> enough to get people in the box than the seats yeah, but james brown living in yeah, a man that was a five yeah. minute musical yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Does, I know he's he amazing, dies. but you are sitting there going, "Is this is this gonna just keep going?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're just like, man. Apollo Creed comes out dancing, but uh, no, that I was think funny. <laughs> pound for pound, know. Rocky Balboa was a good movie. I thought that was good. And that then was Saul, I thought that was, that was when he started to make the comeback on the yeah, right. yeah, and which yeah. was really good. And it set it up for Creed. So you're looking at something that can go on without Rocky actually being the mm-hmm. main character in it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the best franchise in my opinion. But I mean, like, yeah, yeah, pound for pound. Yeah. Like, it, it keeps going. There's I'm seven su- movies and it's still I'm surprised, good. though, because Terry is our, he's our geek. He's our techie geek, Terry is. Yeah. And so I, I thought you were going to go Star Wars, man. If I had to put Hell money no. on it. Oh. No. I thought you were <laughs> not a huge fan no. of Star Wars. Here's the thing with Star Wars. Star Wars makes the most money. Okay. Star Wars is a fun thing. We all enjoy the lightsabers. Yeah. We enjoy the lasers. Are we you, enjoy... you're a comic book guy and yeah. all that. And as I say, you're a techie geek and all yeah. that. And a, you're a brilliant guy and all. And that's why I thought you would go... You know, don't let me get you. Don't let, if you don't know Terry. Terry first, Terry's a ha- good-looking weightlifting guy, an athlete. <laughs> he's an athlete, but I'm saying I mean, picture this guy. They're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, Terry's a whole hunk of a man. Absolutely, <laughs> we are any, shopping together. Yeah. Aren't we? <laughs> any woman would be yes. proud to have him as a man. Yeah, he's, he's basically calling you a nerd alert. Nerd yeah. alert. Well, he's nerd our nerdist. He's our nerdist, right? But uh, 
Yeah, I'm anyway. proud. I mean, you see what I got on, but yeah, the nine hundred dollar jeans in this shirt and a shirt. But no, that's so funny. But so the, yeah, but so you're an absolutely the, the all right. So the Wars. first three Star Wars were yeah. great. Okay, right. Empire Strikes Back is one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah, but. Those prequels were so fucking horrendous. The first one I agree, the next two weren't that bad. They were fucking like, yo, Count Dooku. Like, nobody cares about a bearded old hipster (laughs) with a lightsaber, (laughs) bro. Like, he he wasn't even cool looking. Like, you go from Darth Maul, who's this badass, tatted up character, and Ray Park's doing martial arts, and then you got Count Dooku, who looks like. He's fucking at your local coffee shop reading a fucking Wall Street Journal (laughs) with a lightsaber. Um, I will face you. Oh, but by the way, just as an, an aside, the worst one is the Lord of the Rings. Wait, really? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I hate yeah. those so much. I've never much. watched them. Yeah. I love them when I want to sleep. I've never watched them either. Oh, when I, <laughs> I watched, the, I was like you one time. Sleep. It was on Stars once, and they were going to have a marathon of Lord oh, of the Rings. God. Oh, so God. I sat Hurt there and went, you know what? I've never seen them. So many people have seen them. Let me sit here. I had nothing hey. to do because I'm single, and I don't buy girls drinks. So I'm sitting there, <laughs> and I have to I couldn't get through like 45 minutes going, I yeah. hate myself for watching this. I, this is I, terrible. I tried the books. I tried. I tried. Tried. I tried. It's boring. I couldn't no. get through the books. Token. Although Those my my terrible. idea of reading a book is Sports Illustrated or yeah. <laughs> Harry Robert Potter. Reynolds book. There you go. Yeah. Harry, Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter is a bad one too. I can't get into I it. Get into, so I did for yeah. some reason, Lynn. I don't know I why can't. I liked I did, it. I, I fell into did. it. I liked it. I, I get liked pissed it. off at these movies because like why? even with the what's this one? Uh, Hunger Games. Yes. I, what I, they I do is fair. I was bored with it. You didn't I like, like it? I like the first two. One, I, no, I like the first, first one. one the two was so much like one. Yeah, I was done. I, I like uh, one. I agree with. It you. was great. Two was mine. Yeah. Well, not too much different. So I'm like, eh, like the only that. reason I like Hunger Games, everybody tells me I look like Jennifer Lawrence. You actually, I was going to say that. Everybody says yeah. that. You do actually. Absolutely. So I'm like, like I like Lawrence. Hunger Games. Then you're in. Yeah. <laughs> I, was look, I was looking at the sad profile. I was like, <laughs> she looked like Jennifer. But uh, no, the the thing is that I hate when they try to force a part two. Like that makes me mad when you try to force two movies. It's a money out of grab. It. Like yeah. it's like, oh, we're gonna fuck you fans over, and we're gonna make you come back. Like next I'm, I'm month. curious to see how they're gonna do Avatar. How are they gonna change it? Oh, how could it be different? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, because that first one was so innovative. I thought it was interesting and innovative. I, I don't was, think. I, I think it was the greatest movie I ever saw. Yeah, you can't. Really a lot of money. I thought, it was great. It I thought it was great, yeah. but not yeah. the best I ever saw. You know? Yeah. Oh, another franchise. What is your opinion, Terminator? Oh, uh, I don't know. It was like nah, it's like, bro. It's like I think it. that's a whole nother category because when you're a kid, you're like, yes, yeah, this is awesome, and you watch it when you're older. Just like I watched Labyrinth the other day, I'm like, this movie's fucked up. It's a different look. When you're <laughs> it right. really a different is. Look yeah, when you're looking he older. Kidnapped the right, kid. So Tara, let's, yeah. let's, let's get through, so I want to get our picks first. So uh, Mikey, Star Wars, Star, Star Wars. Wars. So okay, sorry. Rocky. Rocky, I got Rocky. Lindsay, give okay, me yours. Okay, so you guys, are gonna, you're gonna hate me because I'm not gonna pick anything. I'm you guys gonna are. I'm you. gonna say Fast and the Furious. So. Oh no, that's good. Not at all. I just, I, no, you know, the second, that's a very, that's, that's a, a great one. Third and the fourth one, but like the first one, on I just, oh my god, you love, I just, I love Fast and the Furious. It's a fun. No, they are good. That's yeah, a popcorn movie. It's fun. Yeah. Not honest, every one of them are fun. Like I'll be honest with you, I hate you. No. I've heard worse. So. I like the transporter movies, but no, that, that yeah. car wise, that's yeah, I mean, that's a great transporter yeah. or transformers. Transporter. Oh, thank you. Transformers. <laughs> you know, if you almost said transformers, then yeah. I've been the yes man who left the room. <laughs> I just, no, Jason I, Statham and his holy. There friend. you go. I like that one. <laughs> he was another. He always plays the same character. Always. T- oh, he always take. I mean, his, he's I like take my shirt off and twist it around your neck. I was, that's my <laughs> yeah. favorite martial art. How do they do that? Yeah. With the oil. How do you get his shirt off? Yeah. 
so quick. Yeah, I don't know. But it I would love take me an hour. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like beat up there. That's the martial arts move. The guy gets bored and leaves. He's got it off. He's twisted. Wow, that's amazing. But it, so Fast and, Fast and Furious, Furious is yeah. a very respectable one. I think I think listeners will. Yeah, I mean, you have a lot of people agree with you on that. Well, I, you know, I was, I didn't, I'm not, I'm into guys who drive nice cars. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't give a shit about cars, really. Yeah. But my brother like always like. was into cars when mm-hmm. I was younger, like right. Hondas and all that stuff. So I used to go to all these shows. You appreciate a car. Yeah, so I appreciate guys that drive cars uh-huh. and they work on their cars. So anyways, mm-hmm. when that movie came out, I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. That's the whole movie, yeah. Yeah, rest in peace, Paul Walker. Like, I The most know. beautiful dude ever. Mark Eddy, a very funny comedian buddy of mine, and uh, was in L.A. a lot the last few years years uh, before I got this uh, morning gig on Q93.9. We keep going. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Uh, but he, he, we were driving and we were in like this like uh, office park. You know, you know, this office park we have here in Pittsburgh. Yes. Like you make it, you know, turn over like 90 buildings and kind of connected and kind of little. And, he, and we're driving. And there's like a deli kind of place. In, in L, it was outside Los Angeles. And he goes uh, and he points and it's like this area like, you know, I'm talking like a 25 mile hour kind of like right. office park. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, oh, there's where Paul Walker died. I'm like, what? Because I don't know why I pictured him on a highway and yeah, it was going real fast. And <laughs> he pictured the movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was in a it like kind of looked like a RIDC park or something with a. Yeah. And, and he said he, he w- they was going around a bend too yeah, fast. Yeah, came too fast. Should have been going twenty. You know, twenty five miles. They were He's in a coming around one hundred fifty right? or forty. Porsche. Yeah, Porsche. Because they're, they're Porsche. My bad. My bad. Well, here's the thing because he's suing yeah. Porsche. Yeah, his family his dad is. is suing Porsche, saying it's your his fault. My son died and was going ninety miles an hour in a. Yeah, well, like 90 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, maybe here's the thing. I don't know, but it, yeah, couldn't. He died. Love. He he died doing what he loved. You know, yeah. because he said like a, he had his own garage. Like the fast. movie was just a plus that they got to do that. But like he had right. his own garage. He was into cars. Mm-hmm. Like he that's what he did. So I mean, it sucks he died, but he did die. Dry. Love doing what he was well, you know doing. Although when you left me, Fast and Furious Seven, you're like, oh my god. Oh yeah, hey, a tribute. Yeah, I'm not crying right now. Wiz makes everyone cry. No, yeah. I can't lose Vin Diesel, all right? That's <laughs> not, we can't, yeah. You won't. No, thank God. He's, is he gay? Someone told me, I'm like, um, the things Terry, I do to that I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> they he, said he's gay, but I'm like, the maybe, things I do to that I dude, so. man. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I did hear a funny story about Vin Diesel recently. <laughs> what? So he was filming here. and um, In Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's mm. filming in Pittsburgh. And what ended up happening was they were doing the last witch hunter. So yeah. on set, he yeah. would call cut. Before the director called cut. And the director was like, no, no, Vin, Vin, you got to finish this scene. And he was like, no, cut. <laughs> Why? So they're like, oh, okay, we got to, we're paying this dude millions of dollars. Yeah. So they're on the last scene of this movie. Mm-hmm. It's like so important to finish this scene. It's badass. Vin, in the middle of it, goes, uh, um, I need a break. <laughs> um, I, I need to use the bathroom. He leaves. <laughs> they go, okay, take one hour, people. He doesn't come back for five hours. And the director goes, well, I guess that's a wrap. <laughs> Everyone, we're done with this film. Oh, damn. He forced them into closing out the that's film. Crazy. I just pictured him in, in <laughs> the bathroom reading a paper going, I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading over the script for Pacifier 2. Well, I guess they're... <laughs> don't, don't, don't force me. Constipation's bad. I'm Groot. Wow. Chronicles of Riddick 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's a new chron- what was coming out? Triple That's X? another one. That, yeah. Was that the Triple uh, X or something? Yeah, he was Triple in? X is yeah. I'll tell you right now, yeah. the best the movie he's ever ever done was his first one I ever saw him. And it was with Rubisi and him and Affleck. Boiler Room. 
Boy, Ten minute. Uh, I, I've never seen that movie. On Thursday. rent it, get it today. Yeah. Stream it, get it on Netflix. Netflix, I got Netflix and chill. I'm single. That's what I do. Netflix well, and chill. You know, yeah. I'm into yeah. Netflix. I have Amazon, Hulu, and I got to tell you, Hulu's winning me over big time. Because really, why? At eleven dollars a month, you get no commercials, and you can get every current TV show's episode uh-huh. with no commercials. It's kind of winning me in that sense. But and they have movies in the same same thing, thing as Netflix. I like Netflix. Yeah. I like Netflix though too for the original. Yeah, their originals keep, are coming in. I keep it. Orange is the, the new black. Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jessica is Jones. The hot I'm new thing right now. Yeah. I like yeah. Do you like it? I do. Yeah, I do. It's pretty cool. Ass. Yeah. She looks a little bit like Hetty. That's why I like Jessica. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My wife. Uh, but yeah, so I, I like it. But yeah, Hulu's pretty good. But uh, uh, what was I talking about now? Well, you have to get with Saki. Vin, um, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Oh, boiler. Boiler room. Boiler room. Get it. Affleck should be, because there's too much press at the time against them, but should have got an Academy Award. Not kidding for supporting really? actor. Okay, watch it. You will. It is one of the best movies all time. On top ten for me all time. I love that Done. movie, Mike. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, the uh, Smoking the Bandit franchise. Just in case Burt Reynolds Whoa. is listening. Thank no, you, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, my buddy wrote oh. three actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Buddy Dave. Did he really? Yeah. yeah, my buddy Dave. Yeah, he wrote the, one of the Smokies. You've just brought this up. Now? One. I know. You've been uh, holding uh, on to that. Dave. This is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one with the New Orleans. That was the one where they couldn't. They couldn't afford Burt Reynolds, so they had to get a Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason in there, and the little guy Paul Williams. Uh, Dave Deschamps, yeah, he's a great writer. Wrote the Fish and Save Pittsburgh, <laughs> and uh, wrote the Fish and Save Pittsburgh. Man, that's pretty big. That's big, Absolutely. right? Yeah. Yeah. Doctor J, Doctor J, the I mean, Pittsburgh huge, Pisces, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. nicest guy in major town. But yeah, he wrote uh, that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And he tells me story. I always get stories off him about that thing. He's, yeah, he's, he's got to come on a podcast talk about it. Yeah, just the yeah. whole uh, the, <laughs> the world of you know just Jackie Gleason and that's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's the fish. Who, who, um, I would go with I, I would go with Rocky. I mean, and I, I, it's right. It is a little top heavy. The first one is so good, and three's pretty good too. But um, yeah, it's, it's, if Star yeah. Wars had stopped at three, then it would be yeah, but that, well, easy choice with Rocky too. Also, yeah, there were a lot of them. But I mean, you remember how groundbreaking kind of it was? A weird for a sport movie at the time. There was yeah. no sport movie. You couldn't mm-hmm. tackle into. Sp- there really wasn't. Brian's song, yeah. a little bit, but there was nothing really that heart like that. What year did it come out? 1977. 77. Yeah. 76. 76. I was 16 or 17. Yeah. So it was right around that time, yeah. It got me into boxing, and I was really bad. <laughs> oh, it did, Lance. No, they had, seriously, they sewed, my uh, trainers actually sewed little handles on my trunk, so it was easy to carry me out of the ring. Oh. <laughs> come on, yes. pick me up. That wasn't your They want to throw line. them back at yeah. You got an L5 on my account. Little <laughs> 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 handles there. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know what's funny is I something I wonder if there could be remakes. Like, these guys are still around, though. I mean, Stallone's yeah. in his 60s or 70s, yeah. right? Is he almost 70? He's almost 70. So, um, yeah. Is he really? It's hard to believe. Rocky I was 40 years ago. Yeah. He yeah. looks really 40? good. 40? Oh, yeah, well, 70. He looks good uh, at 70. Yeah, yeah, yeah. looks yeah. younger. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. HGH is a hell of a drug. It hey, sure uh, is. <laughs> hey guys, you know that Brad Pitt and Cruz and all those guys, and they're on her in Keanu Reeves. They're on her fifties. I know it's it's crazy. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. They're on her fifties. Keanu yeah. Reeves. Yeah. Where's he at? There's a website called. I gotta Ke- go pee now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a website. Although Matrix was a good. They were. I, I love the Matrix movies. Yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves is one of my favorite celebrities, but uh, there's a website. What? That, I'll explain it. But there's okay. a website. Like, we, we like him in uh, John Wick. John Wick, he's amazing. And I the second he was great one. In that. They're making a second one, and Common is the bad guy. 
Ah, I love yeah. Common. It was yeah. a very good movie. It's yeah. well done, John Wick. It was good. It was. Uh, there's a website called Keanu is Immortal, and it's a website showing Keanu Reeves and people from the past that he look exactly age. like Keanu. He looks good. Yeah, he's they're great. saying that he's like immortal. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty funny website when you see like him next to like all the different actors from like the 1800s and stuff yeah. like that. And it's no, the exact same person. Guy looks good, man. Very, and it's, all those guys. But then again, I guess if you have like a personal chef and someone massaging you every oh, yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe, you know. <laughs> Hashtag Botox. Yeah, really. Life isn't really hitting you in a face of acoustic. <laughs> well, then th- that brings up a franchise that pissed me off, which was The Matrix, because the first one mm. was so good and the last two were complete ass. I hated those. Last they look. Oh, they were fun to review. watch. They were fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, but I agree. Was... A moron wrote the last two. It was just speeches about like life and the nature of choice. And shut, shoot something. <laughs> it was I too would, philosophical. I would for love America. to see that in a paper. Like, you, know, they, they, you know, they do the ads. You know, the Matrix. Mike Sasson, the Washington Post says, complete ass. <laughs> <laughs> Written by a moron. <laughs> <laughs> moron. Man, that guy doesn't pull any pies. That boy can write. <laughs> that boy's a good writer right now. He got talent. Did you tell you get your own show? You get your own review show. Yeah. I'm gonna be sitting there. I got three asses up. Is Did this you, ass or is it worth seeing? It's complete ass. <laughs> Did you know that it was written for Brandon Lee? The original Matrix was supposed really? to be Brandon Lee, I and then he it. got killed. Yeah. Uh, on the, the crow set, and then uh, Will Smith was supposed up. to come up. Really? Will really? Smith turned oh, yeah, down the he turned down the Matrix franchise. I remember that. Yes, he did turn down Matrix. <laughs> you know, it's funny when we were talking about Burt Reynolds turning his movies down. Yeah, I know there's articles. A lot of these big stars because you can't, he do, everything, can't, can't do everything. Can't do it. And, no. and on paper, the script doesn't look the same. Eddie Murphy yeah. turned down Rush Hour. Huh. Well, Will Here Smith just did an interview with uh, Hollywood Reporter in which they were like doing this actors roundtable, and Samuel L. Jackson and was on the panel too. And the the uh, person who was running the panel goes, "So, Will, um." Why did you turn down Django Unchained? And and Samuel L. Jackson goes, Yeah, why did you turn down Django Unchained? <laughs> <laughs> and he was just he, his ex- explanation was like, Well, his motive. I wanted to be a love story and not a revenge story. I wanted it to be. I didn't want to be. And and, and Samuel L. Jackson, you should have seen the face going. Shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> he, he wanted it to be Wild Wild West too. That's what. Yeah. He wanted Selma Hayek like as lines. the woman he was going after. So I like horrible. his lines though. He says, "I need how uh, how much do you, he said I like to make enough money or mo- the movies I make. I like it when they give me the checks. There's so many zeros when you read it. It says ooh. <laughs> 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 a great line. Can't be mad at that. No, that's good stuff, man. So hey. why is Ke- why is he your favorite celebrity? Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Okay. Samuel um, Jackson, all these people, and you pick Keanu Reeves. There's I why mean, Keanu is one of the most humble celebrities to have the money that he has. People don't know this, but when Denzel, he, hello. Well, Denzel, but uh, this is what uh, Keanu has done. Keanu signed for the Matrix movies. Mm-hmm. The last two movies, they gave him a huge contract. He said he wanted half the money to go to the people that were working behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So they really? split wow. like fifty million dollars. Like nice it was something crazy, like thirty million dollars yeah. he split. And like then ch- life changing for life changing for him. And he was like, "They're working on our costumes. They're working He's on the set. Favorite. They deserve money." <laughs> then on top of that, he bought all the stunt people Harleys. So they all got Harley Davidsons, and he designed his own motorcycle too. He's huge what? into that. Then he was caught uh, having lunch with a homeless dude just to have a conversation. When just is, stuff like that he does. What's and the next movie he's on? I'm trying to get John on Wick, it. John Wick 2. Cool. <laughs> cool. I love it's him cool. for that. Like He's just such a humble guy. Yeah, I've, I've read That's stuff awesome. like that. And then speaking of that kind of stuff, 
Adam Sandler, this is this, they're talking to Chris Rock about like why he keeps working with Adam Sandler in these movies. And so he did Grown Ups One, which, you know, festering piece of shit. Yeah. And um, so he goes, why do you keep on doing these movies? And he just sits there and goes, yeah, Grown Ups One, I did it. It wasn't that great. But you know what? For Christmas, you know what Adam Sandler did? Gave everybody that was like in the cast, like all of them, brand new Maseratis. Because the, the the movie did so well, wow. Wow. and so he's like, "I'm gonna do Grown Ups too." I am in the wrong business. I'm That's just awesome. saying. I want to be on when with the uh, the dinner with uh, Keanu Reeves and the homeless guy. So where do you live? In a box. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Is not excellent. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like the shittiest actor. I'm glad he's humble. It's like it's kind of like Tim Tebow, where like you're like, oh yeah, you're a great dude off the field. You suck in the NFL. Peace out. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Well, That's what people don't know on this show is. is that for joining No Restrictions, Jimmy got us all brand new Geo Metro. So <laughs> we're all <laughs> very pleased. Whoa, that's right. <laughs> Geo Metro. Yes, I get and jeans. thirty million. Miles per gallon in my yep. Geo Metro. And it runs on vegetable oil. Geo Metro's yeah. in a pair of jeans. Yeah. I got a 1985 Hugo. Yes. And uh, as our guest, you get that table. Oh. I feel bad. I For the weekend, that. you have to bring it back. I don't see Tula Bears. microphone in the table. We give gifts now. Uh, it's okay. I need a coffee table anyway. So. And you, 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 you get Wayne for a month, right, Wayne? So you oh. Well. Houseman. Well, that's true. Um, all I gotta do is buy me batteries. Yes. I'll be all right. Which, by the way, <laughs> beautiful girlfriend. By the way, Wayne, very nice. Yeah. Uh, what the, when are you going to meet her? Uh, all right. Yeah. We want to meet her. The Maybe. infamous Christmas party. I want to meet this always girl. Always gets weird Wayne, at the Christmas uh, Wayne party. Wayne and I. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I'm a. I'm a two. My yeah. wife is a ten. All right. I'm a two point five. <laughs> so when I walk in a room, people can't say, "Why is that two point five with a 10? Mm-hmm. And the same thing. Wayne meets a ten. And he's Wayne's born a two point five, three point five, uh, maybe four and a half. Okay. Wayne, what I'm, would you? I'm a two five. <laughs> well, you but here's the thing. Two point seven. Here's the thing. I think I think Wayne's making this woman up. It's making it up. He's catfishing. <laughs> Wayne's catfishing me. So I want to meet her. She's beautiful. I want to meet her, buddy. You're catfishing. How do you know she's beautiful? Facebook. I saw pictures. Oh, okay. So I said, yeah. I did meet her. Did you oh, meet okay, her in person? Or is this a call with Wayne's little <laughs> catfish scam? <laughs> Money taken. No, it, I did meet her. You did? I, I, yeah. All I, right, I got to so give my man props. All right. So you're not catfishing. Yeah, you <laughs> and she has the same woman. birthday as me. What? She's what? in Libra. Another game. Libra. Oh, Libras. Yeah. Jesus. Y'all can't make your mind up for shit. We can't make a decision. You, you should wait. see. We're all Libras. It's art. It's real. Everybody on this. Everybody here at Libras. Are you serious? We're all Libras. I'm a Virgo. It's all part of our cult. Virgos are scary. Yeah. <laughs> Virgos are not scary. I'm just straightforward. When's your birthday? Uh, September 12th. Okay. Okay. Yep. There you go. Very cool. Well, Lindsay, yep. Lindsay yep. Cochran. Thank you, Lindsay, for coming on the you know, show. Thanks You're for always having welcome. me. Yes. Come on back again. All right. Good times. Yes. Absolutely. You're awesome. Thanks. Yeah, You're awesome. It. Thumbs up to you too. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> when is the Christmas party? It's coming up, right? We should do yeah. a show during a Christmas party. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's do it. be funny if we just went, actually, Jimmy, it was yesterday. No. I know, really. <laughs> you, I find out you guys had it without me. <laughs> <laughs> Missed it. 
really? It was great. Aww. You paid for it, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> what time is that Christmas party? <laughs> He's so sad. <laughs> Uh, we gotta do a, we gotta do a show from the Christmas party. Well, yeah, because shit always right? gets awkward. Someone always, always gets crazy. Always gets awkward. Right. Someone mm-hmm. gets too drunk. Yeah, and, that'll be the know. name of the podcast. I, shit gets awkward. Yeah, sassing away, sake of sex. Next day we're at the coffee table going, "This is weird." Uh, Wait, why would that get? Why would that be awkward? Yeah, really. That's just called Tuesday. Yeah, it's like Christmas party. Yeah, that's just called Tuesday. This is a normal week. Mike on Mike. Uh, (laughs) You you guys are making it awkward. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) That was initially that move. That was supposed to be me instead of Gardell, and you were supposed to play the uh, (laughs) Mike and Mike. (laughs) You were supposed to be the uh, McCartney character. (laughs) They weren't progressive enough, damn it. (laughs) We're ready for it. We're ready for it. We'll do logo. We don't care what the channel is. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for uh, listening. I hope you guys had as much fun as we did doing the show. It's Jim Cren, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network. Hey, everybody, it's Jim Cren of Jim Cren, no restrictions. I just wanted to take the time out to thank you for listening to the show. We have a little over 100,000 subscribers now every week listening to the show. Go to SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or jimcren.com. And subscribe today. And thanks again. If your business, whether large or small, is in need of commercial collections, choose PrimeCore Group. PrimeCore Group is a Pittsburgh-based corporate collections agency. Now, if your business is owed money, PrimeCore Group is there to help you. On a contingency basis only, PrimeCore Group will recover what is owed to you in a professional and trusted manner. Contact PrimeCore Group today by going to primecoregroup.com.